You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Anyways, Mike's are on. We're transitioning. We're live, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a, a, a low-key wall. Um, uh, I really should have been keeping track of numbers for this sucker, but screw it. No, I don't want to. It's more fun. I like it being light, loose, and having fun, especially since I spent the entire day working on my wife's car. Yeah, it's been a class. I had a huge, huge lot of fun doing that, but more on that later. A couple of topics we're going to discuss tonight. Um, I'm going to bring up the... We're going to talk about uh, Bergecoin and Pornhub, so cryptocurrency and porn. Then I'm going to talk about the whole, uh, more about the um, nerve agent in the UK. And then we're also going to talk about some cool, like this LG NOS um, hack that just came out. I want to bring up and talk about it because we had a huge raid discussion in the Discord. Uh, was about, I think, about two weeks ago. And then I also want to talk about the whole Starbucks thing, which is hilarious. And then a cop getting fingerprints from a photo. So <laughs> that's what we're going to be discussing here tonight, or anything else you guys may bring up in chat or people who jump in. But dude, hanging with me tonight. Um, everyone's got cool, cool nicknames tonight. Um, but we, I'm going to first introduce so Sailor Mars, aka Scalder. Why don't you say hi? Hello, everybody. Then we also got Sailor Venus, Reinhold. Good evening. And then we got, oh, <laughs> of course, you know one, Sailor Moon. Go ahead, Rancy, go say hi. Yeah, I fight evil by daylight, save the world by moonlight. <laughs> and then, oh, oh, look like we lost Sailor Saturn. Um, um, hopefully Sailor Saturn will come back in the room. Oh, there you are. There you are. You're back. Got Sailor Saturn here in the room. Why don't you go say hi, Stone? Hey, my Wi-Fi was down. Sorry. Okay, I was like, I was like, oh no, we lost him. <laughs> and of course, and of course, if, uh, hopefully, Tuxedo Mask, aka uh, Wall Superfan, will join us. But you know. Anyway, so. That's what we're doing here tonight here on here on Low Key Wall. Anyway, so today I got to do some work on my wife's car. Um, so she, she didn't take the Subaru this morning because she hates driving station wagons. And I try to I don't understand like, hey, your mom now get over driving the station wagon. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but so she took the RX-8 to work. So I got to stay at home with Gunther and work on her car, which she told me she just needed brakes, a simple brake job. This should be fun. This should be easy. Little did I know, I popped the, um, you know, take the tire off, get the car in the air, and the uh, sway bar linkage completely disconnected from the roll from the roll bar. And then the uh, I also noticed trying to take the tire off and putting the thing off together that the tie rod ends are also bad. So, woo! So I get to do all those work. I get to do all that work too. That'll be fun. That'll be an amazing task. I just added more things to my list, and she just goes, "Sweet, now you can fix all that stuff too." It's, but you know it's okay. It's what I do. I'd rather huh, I'd rather work on I'd rather work on the car than um, person do a lot of different things around the house. You know, I'd rather just do that. Of course, like my wife would probably fix the car and then cut grass. She'd rather cut grass in the backyard. This way, she could just walk around and drink and cut grass. How did she drive and turn the car? I'm curious. The tie rod ends are connected. The tie rod ends are connected. It's just the sway bar linkage. Yeah, so sway bar was off. Uh, yeah, so she just had tons of body rolls, just tons of it. So, 
that, you know, so I'll get that fixed. That'll be fun. Um, let's see here. I got Rhino coming in with a little. So, yeah. So, you know, that'll be a fun fix. You know. Hey, it's okay. I still got to, in the RX-8, I've got to fix the rear springs on it. Which is, that'll be fun to do. And I'll, since i got to take the, take the whole rear out of the part to do the springs, I might as well just do the, the struts that are back there. Because it's pointless to take it all apart. Just redo a spring when, you know, and put the old strut back on. That'd be very dumb. Because with my luck, the strut the strut you know, will go out in a month. And that's a lot of different cars and stuff like that. When I try to tell people, it's like, hey, while you're fixing this, you know, you should probably also go fix this too. It's, um, my friend called me and was talking about how he just, um, a coolant hose popped off his car. And I was like, okay, you did your thermostat while you did that. And it's like, no, no, I didn't. And I was like, dude, like your entire coolant system was drained. You should have started replacing all those easy, cheap parts on your coolant system while your entire system was drained. Like, you know, depending on the age of your radiator, switch that sucker out because a lot of them you can get for like a hundred bucks if it's a small like Honda radiator. Um, the water pump, you know, you can get one of those for forty five dollars, and some of the, and a lot of motors are very easy to put on. Took that off. Also, put the new belt on while you have the whole system apart because it's so much easier to get down there if, if all the hoses are gone. You know, and also, you know, might as well flush your heater core while you have everything off. I'm the type of person where, like, the check engine light comes on and, like, you go get that checked out. I'm like, listen, if it dies, it dies. And it's a Hyundai. It ain't going to die. So, like, the engine light will go off. I'm like, see, it's you know? The <laughs> check engine light has been on for four months. Wow. And you just got to just leave it there, huh? Uh, well, I took it to the mechanic and they didn't do anything. So, you know. Mine's like a fuel injection issue, and it's just like, do I really want to do with this? And it's like, well, what what does make have to do for your car? I'm like, sometimes I gotta like push the gas down a little bit, then it goes, Mm -hmm. and that's why they check it. Like, are you gonna get it fixed? I'm like, you know, when it finally just doesn't want to start, yeah, I'll fix it. All we do is, I'm not dragging this thing out. I'm not taking it to anywhere to rip the engine out because you gotta like to get to this in this Hyundai. This this Hyundai is really small. It's like you gotta rip the engine out to get to this, you know. So it's like, oh, I'll deal with it when it when it becomes a bigger issue. <laughs> what year Hyundai is it? Like uh, 2016, 2015. <laughs> it's the launcher, right? Yeah, the launcher. So it's like a really compact engine. So you have to like really rip that thing out. <laughs> I just want to pull up on screen so everyone can have their reference. <laughs> it's a uh, put that here. So we all can look at, find out what you know. <laughs> the engine bay. What he's talking about? Oh wow, that is all right. So I'm guessing possibly underneath this cover, they might be easy accessible. If it's a look at a four cylinder though, it's the four cylinder, right? Yeah, it, it's a four-cylinder, but everything in this car is set up weird. Like, even the battery, like, the battery's bolted down, right? Like, you can't, like, replace the battery. Like, normally, like, in, like, other cars I had, like, a dead battery, I just take the battery out and put a new battery in. Mm-hmm. This bolted down and, like, hardwired to the back of the car. It's, like, so you have to, un- like, hardwire the back of the car and then take, like, mm-hmm. bolt 
cut the bolts off to pick the battery out. So it's like a three-step process to take a battery out as opposed to other cars I have, which I can just, you know, just chuck it out and dump it into some river or something, you know? Mm. I'm not saying you should dump batteries. <laughs> <laughs> So that big, oh, so that big thing that, cause it looks easy, but it's got this big box over like the power terminal. So you've got it. That stinks. All right. These hmm? cars are like, all these newer cars are like that, man. Like they're not hmm. like, you look at like a uh, cars from like the nineties, eighties, like the big, you know, front end where like everything kind of spaced out. You can get to everything really easy. Uh, these new cars are so compact and they're so like, uh, minimalized in the front end that everything is like underneath everything else so to get to like certain things like the fuel injection in this car requires you to take half the engine apart mm. Mm. that sucks what I'm showing everyone on the screen which is a nice simple rotary motor see how easy to get to everything on this car is see see how beautiful that is see alright so I'm, I doubt anyone really came here for car talk <laughs> so let's get into um I really want to talk about this whole Pornhub and Verge thing. I don't know if anyone noticed, but Pornhub started accepting cryptocurrency today. Um, and they started accepting the cryptocurrency, um, the Verge, which have no relation to the Verge. The article I'm reading is from the Verge, which I'm sure the people from the Verge probably went out and bought some cryptocurrency. But anyways, uh, Pornhub has started accepting cryptocurrency as a payment option. The company announced today, the site now accepts Verge cryptocurrency, uh, uh, now this thing is wrong though. It's like it's originally split off. It's close to it, but it's not a. Remember, it's a Ver, Verge coin is not a, a fork of Dogecoin or Dogecoin Dark. Uh, but anyways, Dogecoin in 2014. Now users can pay for any Pornhub features, including premium subscription using Verge cryptocurrency. Pornhub's adult sister site, Brazer, Netaku, and also accept Verge cryptocurrency now. Okay, Verge cryptocurrency and anonymy. Uh, anonymy. <laughs> Anonymity focus, which is why Pornhub executives say they chose it over other potential partners. It should be noted that anyone can view Verge cryptocurrency transaction through its public ledger, but it uses the anonymity tool Tor at an anonymous network layer I2P, uh, I2P to hide specific transactions. So IP address and location. Uh, so basically, hides you know IP address and locations. Since public ledgers are often having downfalls in protecting anonymity, users also choose to hide on Verge cryptocurrency private ledger. So, reason why I see um, see this as huge, it's big, um, is because of the simple fact that one, Pornhub is huge. Regardless of what anyone wants to say, like, oh, it's Pornhub. Pornhub is freaking huge. It's a massive website. Uh, it has a lot of gets a lot of freaking traffic, a lot of videos uploaded to it. Like when it comes down to like anyone who could like when people are like there is a YouTube rival, the only thing that could possibly get close to it is Pornhub. So you know, uh, the other thing with it, with a lot of people have issues with wanting to get you know like that type of uh, one to get porn subscriptions uh, is. Is one they don't want it on the credit card because you either have someone else that views the credit card statements or they feel ashamed because they would not bought porn for some reason. I don't know. That's that. Yeah. Uh, so got people in the chat. Yeah. What? How did I notice this? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Yeah. I. I, I knew Verge was having. I, I kept hearing like the rumors of them having like a huge business partner. So I was like, okay, maybe it's overstock, maybe something else. But it being Pornhub, like, poof, that's massive. 
And the other reason I um, so the other reason why I think I may I'm not giving financial advice, but I think it's silly that if you don't take your drinking budget for the month of May or just like to buy some you know cryptocurrency price and very just one porn is huge and porn drives things and porn and features that you find on Pornhub is uh, you'll find go across like like um, the web and other porn sites other porn sites start to mimic Pornhub Pornhub gets they get Pornhub is different than most other porn sites because one you can post amateur porn videos on Pornhub and make money off of ad revenue on your porn video crazy right like i said it is a youtube competitor for pornography so like so if you make your amateur pornography and you want to have the ability to like you know like and you can post it on the on the site boom and you can end up making money off the ads now you can also pay for subscription and videos through the cryptocurrency so you can enjoy it with complete anonymity the other reason why this is valuable because with like foster ancestors going around and shutting different things down, but the other, like this past month, a payment service to a lot of different um, uh, cam girls and people like in basically the Eastern Bloc, ex Eastern Bloc, so Ukraine, a lot of Eastern European countries, or people who like to use uh, money, uh, uh, regular financial institutions to get paid that do porn because of a lot of different institutions don't want to they either get hit with working with uh, people who do porn or something like that, they end up having to like find different payment services. Uh, wow, Verge paid them 30... Uh, oh, so Ramseo said Verge paid them like, it's okay, I didn't read that, I haven't found that, but that's weird, but, you know, hey, it's worth it, um, for the simple fact that, where was I? That uh, a lot of times these these uh, people who do protect important they need a good way to transfer funds across the web safely and securely to their accounts and actually know they get, can get paid and pay and get and, you know get paid because a lot of places don't like a lot of financial institutions traditional ones do not like working with people who do adult uh, who adult sex work so the best solution for them is cryptocurrency and in Verge. And Pornhub can make it very easy so their uh, so their performers and people who do stuff for them, the sex workers they have for them, can get paid easily, skip bypass all financial institution, and keep it anonymous so people can work for them. The only person who knows work for them is them. They can get paid anonymous and get their cash in their hands in the currency they want. It's a beautiful relationship, and I so I feel. It, it might take off a little. I don't know if it'll hit the heights of Bitcoin, but man, I don't think where it's at on. Let's see, where is it at on Crypto Compare? Um, where is it at right now? Yeah, so it has dropped since it's announced. Some people have pulled out since the since the announcement of it for some reason, because I think a lot of people like. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people like they built it up and people buy into it, so that initial trade-off from them not finally announcing their partner but i really feel that i'm going to take some backup booze cash and probably and end up buying some uh, some verge coin just to uh, you know hedge my best it's a gamble i'd rather have some verge in my pocket than uh, what's so super low and then you know more of this beer that's not paying me any money so what are you guys opinions on i'm sorry Probably talked over you guys. Go back to my motors. So they're gonna pay you for your amateur porn now, right? 
uh, well, Vergecoin. You can get paid on um, Pornhub for your for, for amateur coin. Yes. Well, you all want to make like a wow tape? See, so, you, you know, we can keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, the other thing is like it brings also more people into the crypto space. I probably have never had like thought about or want to get into it. It lets people think about it more often. And some of the comment section, hmm? Stone. I feel for the people who are going to to take this money and then put it into Pornhub, and then later on, if it does blow up, then they will have wasted, you know, possibly thousands of dollars on porn. <laughs> people, it's not a waste if you buy it for a fair value at the time. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of people, you know, to some people, if you get entertainment out of it, it's not a waste, okay? And some people already put thousands of dollars in, into into porn, okay? I have watched people drop $300 in an hour on pornography. It's ridiculous, but people do it. It's what people do. And if, that's, and if that makes you happy and that brings you joy, then do it. I'm yeah. just saying that they'll be kicking themselves later if uh, Vergecoin does explode and, and get, you know. There are probably tons of different um, uh, people that have kicked themselves when some early, early adopters, some of the people that were taking Bitcoin, um, like some of the porn stars that took Bitcoin early on, and give some. I'm glad I didn't because I'd be really kicking myself that I basically, like, in real terms, spent like $1,000 to, you know, to to someone, if I gave him a coin, that'd be, be very hurtful. But, uh, <laughs> that's also gamble of the market because it could also it went down too, so you don't know. But the same thing could happen to American dollars, you know? Like, overnight, a lot of bitch occurs. Constant. Yeah. It's constantly happening to American dollars. Don't kid yourself. That's true too, yeah. Yeah. In both directions, depending on what's going on in the world. I remember, like, um, the one year, the, the year, uh, one year, students went to the uh, to France. They made out like bandits because of how the do- how strong the dollar was. And the next year, they, they barely they couldn't do anything because the dollar was weak. The next year, so it's all in how it's, it's currency, man. It's how it works. Right, home. Speaking of which, oh, do you guys know of any places where I can buy like uh, precious metals? You want to buy precious metals? It's going to sound like an ad. Well, one place uh, I like getting my precious metals from is rrbi.co or Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. They are a Bitcoin preferred uh, gold um, uh, gold site or uh, precious metal site. They don't feed the banks. They just take either cash, personal check, wire transfers, or Bitcoin. And this is where I've gotten my gold from. And if you, a lot of times they're up at Porkfest, and you can go up there and you can just hand someone in cash, walk away with silver in your palm of your hand, and doom, that's all the transaction. You just give cash, get, crypt, uh, get precious metals. Or you can take those awesome Bitcoin earnings, which I do a lot of the time, take my Bitcoin earnings. And I, I just buy precious metals with it. You know, it's kind of like bank, bank it. You know, I'll go get some silver. Get, you can get some palladium. You can get, uh, what? Um, does that answer your question? You ever, you ever seen RRBI? Uh, CO? 
No, I was we looking should, uh, into Boolean Vault or something like that, but I hadn't made any decisions yet. I'm just trying to diversify. Now, this is um, hard. This is hard. Like, you're getting the silver coin. It's not like you're buying it in a vault somewhere. You can't go like, cool, give me $5,000 worth of silver. It's not going to suit in a vault. They're going to send you $5,000 worth of silver. <laughs> so, if make sure you have this... Right. Make sure you have the safe first. So, luckily, most people who are libertarians, you have gun safes anyways, right? Uh, yeah, but it was like a $200 safe. So. Ooh, you need a better safe. <laughs> well, the most valuable thing we have in it is uh, an SKS, which isn't, I mean, it's... And the guns. And the guns. Oh. oh it's, SKS. Is that... uh, yeah. It's Chinese, not Russian, so it's not, it's not real... Uh, Gun. Okay, well, well, it, it's yours and it's expensive to you. Okay, that's all that really matters. Okay, it's good for you. So yeah, um, if you got, if you can afford five thousand dollars worth of silver, you may want to take a thousand of it and buy a better safe, <laughs> and then put in four thousand dollars worth of silver, or thirty five hundred dollars worth of silver and get the professional installation to make sure the thing's anchored to the concrete in your house. Because a lot of people who steal... I'm I'm talking about putting 50 in the next two months and then 50 in after that. Well, um, if you buy $50 worth of silver, you know, you physically hold... They'll let you physically hold $50 worth of silver. Like, they'll send it to you. Or if you want $50 worth of gold, you can buy $50 worth of gold and they'll send it to you. Like, um, 90%... Now, that's like half an ounce of, of silver. Yeah, right? And I yeah. don't know how much it would be of gold. What, for $50 worth of gold, uh, silver? It's at, like, 175 an ounce, isn't it? Yeah, you can get a one-ounce silver ounce um, silver eagle for $20 right now. Oh, wow. Dang, that 20, is, that yeah. is 20 American dollars. So you're $50, so you basically get like two Silver Eagle coins. And how, how pure is that? It's one troy ounce of fine silver. Yep. I'll definitely look into that. It's Robert, and, Roberts. yeah, Roberts and Roberts. Dot, uh, so RRBI dot C-O. They're huge. They're huge, and especially in the liberty um, space, a lot. They they're also liberty minded people. Like I said, these the people who run these things are libertarians. They go to pork fest. They support libertarian like uh, minded shows. Like uh, they supported uh, Sovereign Tech. They've done Free Talk Live. Um, they even done um, um, Declare Independence with Ernest Hancock. They have not done We Are Libertarians. They're not sponsoring me, uh, us. I have just used their service. But if they're listening, I, I I'll take some. Dear leader, would you know? Would we we take some? <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. So you could take your your crypto crypto earnings and go to here. Um, see, like Stone, I want you to know something right now. You may think you're just taking us off to the direction, but this is how I really want Low Key Wall to be. I really like the Wall listener to jump in the Discord and have us just go in a different direction to be like that more like, you know, like that fan focus is live interaction like i would like it i really would like low-key wall if we just got to maybe one maybe two stories but the most of the time we're just interacting with the fans of the show that's what i really love about low-key wall 
should probably close yeah, my Steam well, account. It's a lot of fun. Most of the time, I'm not available on Wednesdays, but yeah. I like being here a lot of people are. A lot of people would like me to move the show for Loki Wall. And I thought about it. I really did. I thought about moving it to Sundays uh, or a different day, but I don't know. I'm less available on Sundays. What, Sunday around this time? I'm usually doing nothing around Sunday around this time. So. I've got an eight-hour shift on Sundays at the meat department at Kroger, so that's fun. You know, there's oh, Kroger's up here. End up handling meat. Anyways, there's a Kroger up here by my house, so it seems perfect for we send Tad Western down there to pull you up here to live here in Indy. I think I actually think the meat department's hiring right now. Get you up here, live on Deer Leader's couch, so you get your own place. I'm sure they are. They're always hiring. Somebody <laughs> just got fired in my meat department for stealing shrimp. It was the only guy I liked, really. He shrimp is cheap. Why would you steal it? He was putting in – literally, he wasn't even, like, stealing it, stealing it. He was putting in the wrong – they have something called a PLU, which is what identifies mm, what type of shrimp it is. Okay. So he was putting a PLU in for a shrimp that was, like – a type of shrimp that was, like, $2 cheaper a pound. So, like, he got fired for probably $7 out of all the times he did it. Mm. Okay. Okay. That may- Technically, it's theft, but anyways. So he got, he got fired for stupidity, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, no, he knew he knew what he was doing, but that doesn't he, mean he wasn't being stupid. <laughs> that's true. That fair enough. Oh, Jackie says my shows are on Sunday. <sighs> See, I stopped watching after a few seasons of that show you're probably talking about. I don't watch that. Sh- I stopped watching. Sorry. Sorry, after after the cannibals. Anyways, um, sorry, watch too many black guys get introduced and watch the old black guy die from the same episode. It's always worse. It's worse. Can't watch that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, TWD, TWD, or the Walking Deaf. I'm I'm sorry. When they were in that tunnel and shooting guns, I'm like, oh come on, come on, you guys are deaf. <laughs> just a, just a sp- I miss Bob. Bob was one of my favorite characters. I believe that's who you're talking about. Mm. Mm. The other thing I want to know is, of all the places to be in the zombie apocalypse, why would you stay in hot Georgia with no air conditioning? Well, technically, the zombies would have they would have rotted a little bit faster in Georgia. Like yes. if they had stayed in Georgia, they probably would have all all decomposed at this point. Mm. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, which I'm shocked. Like, I almost want to go back and rewatch it because Morgan is still alive. You're right. Morgan is still alive, which is, like, shocking. Shocking. Um, back to the back to the hard-hitting journalism, which is pornography and cryptocurrency. Verge's XVG uh, token is a witnessing a classic sell-the-news trade. The privacy-focused token ran into offers after the news hit at the wires of 10... EST, that Pornhub, the biggest website in the porn industry, would accept XVG as mode of payment, officially putting an end to rumors of a breakthrough partnership that have been in the air since late March. Developers have been doing their best to fan the flames, billing the announcement as one of the biggest cryptocurrency collaborations to ever hit the market. And investors respond by pouring money into XVG by the rumor, pushing it to a higher more than 300% in the last two weeks. Now that the partnership is officially confirmed, however, the tokens has taken a hit, possibly due to the profit-taking sell effect. 
As of writing, XVG is changing hands at 0.07 on Bitrix, down 30% from uh, intraday highs. The price chart also indicates rally from March 18th low of 0.23 and has topped out an XVG risk, eight bearish revival. So, yeah, it's it, you know it's fluctuating because of the thing that people try to get their money out of it because they don't have the things going on, make some money off the profit from the sell. But like I said, port like. Pornhub is huge. It is a ma- it's massive. They sponsor conventions. Um, how much is SKVG now? Uh, let me get that in. Ooh, let me get that in Doge. Right now, XVG is going for six cents. Uh, six cents a coin right now, or point oh six six. Here, I can put it on the screen. So, it's at .06. I'm going to take my drinking money and go buy a whole bunch of Burge. One, if I needed to, eh, I can go watch some really high-quality porn with it at the end of the day. If anything else comes out to it, you know, hey, if it blows up, because I always like, get the adages, like, the same thing would happen like the VHS versus Betamax, you know, where porn go, where por- people go with their porn money. And Pornhub is such a big, you know, it's a big swinger, when it comes to like in the adult industry that it could get people to move that way. Especially like I say with financial institutions going after their exchanges. So basically, you know, especially like with, with Verge, and then you can hit that with a shapeshift.io. So you can basically take your Verge coin and turn them into anything, right? So you take, cool, pay me in Verge. I'll take that in Bitcoin. And then you can take your Bitcoin and usually turn it into dollars some like uh, uh, through a different Exchange and since it's coming from Verge and going that way, it's all anonymous. You can easily hit almost any exchange and get a change to American dollars or any other cryptocurrency or any other crypto or stay in the cryptocurrency space. So, yeah. Or dumping their Verge into Panera. Yes, you can also dump your Verge in Panera. I, that's why I said shapeshift. You can turn it into anything you want, okay? I will probably turn mine into Zencash. Well, I'm not really make if I make Verge, maybe I'll you know get on there and do like some sexy a- ASMR videos on Pornhub, make some cash, and make my, take my Verge from you know. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, moving on for the. All right. Does anyone have anything to say about the pornographies? Or are we going to move on? Crypto, crypto and Pornhub going once. Crypt. Right home. Like, are you are you muted? I know you've been oddly silent. Let's just make it sure. Just make it sure. <laughs> well, the, the, here's the problem. Okay. I had a chance to buy crypto when it first started, you know, back in the 90s sometime, early 2000s, I think, um, at really cheap, 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 and I didn't. Mm-hmm. So looking at the prices now, the fact that I could be retired as a millionaire, I really don't like talking about the topic. <laughs> it, just makes, it just makes me sad that I still have to go to work every day because I didn't spend a hundred bucks mm-hmm. on experimental crypto crypto tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like to me, it's better than gambling. A lot of people are like, hey, you want to go to the gamble boat? No, I'd rather just buy some random cryptocurrency that's super low for some reason that's got something cool to it. That's why I said, like, I like to, like I said, will Verge go up? Who knows? All I know is this: it's like I'd better have that than a case of beer, <laughs> especially at its price right now. And then, um, uh, 
and then when it comes to most cryptocurrency, it's all like depending on who who's running it, who's the white paper, and really read the white paper. So like I'm gonna jump into the white paper, see who's really running it. But when it comes down to it, it's like that's really comes to most like. But what I really do hate about the whole crypt of uh, the blockchain, all of the blockchain space, anyways, is people who do blockchain for stupid blockchain sense. You know, this whole idea of like, hey, we're gonna put this on a blockchain, we're gonna do this. Oh, it's a blockchain, woo, blockchain. It's no, no, no. There's no reason for it to be on a blockchain. Then why put it on a blockchain? You know, like that's why I hate. That's why I hate the Ethereum idea. I look like I think things that should no one should have control over, things that should be out there on the open, should be on the blockchain. So like a DNS server, that makes sense to me. You know, it's like I can energy be on a blockchain. No one controls it. It's just out there, and everyone can just get their own. That makes sense to me. Well, here's the fun part. I just heard about a story where um, I think it might be. I don't. I don't know where this is taking place. It's some city, in some larger city, where they're trying to create id cards for all the homeless people to have uh, and the e-cards are qr coded to a blockchain backend boo boo ids boo 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 ids on blockchains boo id boo 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 we don't we don't need ids on blockchain we don't need that there's no point of that why why would you put that why does that technology need to be there anyone about i it used to be all about anonymous right right one be anonymous but two is like if you're just going to create a database for people's names just create a database Why do you need a blockchain? Well, this way, what? You can't, like, just put... You get a Raspberry Pi and run a simple database on that thing, so, like, and just sit in the corner run off two amps power from a USB thing. So, like, what's, what's your freaking issue? <laughs> what's your damage? You, you just put put the word blockchain in there because you're hoping to get stupid blockchain investors. All right, all right, get off that real quick. <laughs> it was Austin, by the way. I double-checked it. It's Austin, Texas. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say Austin Peterson. I was like, oh! <laughs> Okay, I see it now. I'm not clicking on that because I want to leave the the crypto space. All right, so what you guys want to do? Starbucks drug fingerprints, or the the um, the LG flaw, or uh, Russia? One well, last thing. Been, I've been studying for those of us who aren't as as computer savvy. Where exactly do we go to to purchase the uh, the Virgo or whatever it is? Oh, the Verge coin. There you go. Yeah. You can go on. Uh, you just gotta go to your go to your favorite exchanges that has in it. Um, I'm not gonna say an exchange out here because I don't want to say an exchange and then they do something squirrely the moment I say an exchange. Please. Yeah. <laughs> or no, no, it's not even. Yeah, because I should say like, yeah, you can go to Reinhold Coin Desk, right? And then next, you know, tomorrow I find out that Reinhold Desk has been like, you know, stealing money right out of the freaking coffers. I don't it like. Disappeared. I don't. It was a catastrophic failure. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. You go to go to your favorite Mount Gox site. <laughs> I'm retiring from work and I'm headed to Argentina. <laughs> Personally, I love. I um, think I did. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, because like I remember, like a lot of people were saying, like 
for the longest time, people just just keep saying coin desk, right? Oh, crap. Um, or coin shelf. <laughs> you know, or other things. But yeah, so yeah. Just, yeah. If you just type in Verge, you know, exchange, you know, you'll find someplace to do it and get it to switch over. And you can find someone to get it switched over to or find your favorite exchange. Yeah, you can just go Verge exchange and you can just get something to go get something and you can find someone to uh, get it that way. Any other questions? Yeah, sounds good. No, I'll, I'll figure it out. It'll be all right. I want to see if, because I, if I remember correctly, I believe Shapeshift is getting Verge here in the next few weeks. I think I saw, saw that on there. Yeah, it's not up yet. It's coming soon. Yeah, they are. So the we'll Verge be getting. Isn't, it, it's not related to the Verge, the. Site no. The news media website. Okay. No, it is not. No. I feel a little more comfortable about it. <laughs> <laughs> I did too when I first saw that. I was like, it's like the site, man. The site's got its own crypto and it's doing that. Okay. I need more power to them if they could, I guess. I know. Do some wall coin and start making people, you know, donate your favorite, you know, cryptos using wall coin. <laughs> All right, so we're finally leaving the crypto space, and let's go to Russia. Let's all go to Russia because we're all Russian agents, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, CoIntelPro um, agents do, yeah. Also, all CoIntelPro. That's an inside joke. I'm sorry. I really, you know, no, we're not going nowhere near that garbage fire. So I'm, I have been doing a little research on this, um, and it's. It's very murky, this, this whole thing. All right, let's not bury the lead. All right. Um, first off, um, as you guys know, for the loyal low-key wall listener, you guys know about the whole Russian nerve agent, uh, uh, supposed of Russian nerve agent attack in Salisbury in the UK. Um, well, you know, like we said before, like, hey, this doesn't make any sense, this whole, you know, Thing doesn't make any sense. So, like, we're starting as the weeks go by. Woo! I got some bits. Thank Jackie for the bits. Check it out. I've been doing my bits. Thank you. Woo! All right. So, that's going to get clipped. Anyways, um, <laughs> so, oh, uh, where was I? The bits distract. Um, so over the weeks, we're discovering, discovering new things. New reports come out. New people go over and start looking at the. Um, you know, they start, actually start um, uh, what, analyzing the um, the sample from um, from the um, the chemical weapon that, that was used. The other thing is, uh, the, um, but before they really got analyzed, really got reports put out, the UK government and a lot of different European countries, including the Ukraine. Um, woo, nine nine bits for Brian Hall. Thanks, Brian Hall. Thanks for the bits. Woo. Um. Let's see. Where was I? Uh, you guys just want to see me dance. I know. I know. Um, where was I? Crap baskets. Anyway, so UK government, Ukraine, different uh, European Union countries, and United States all start to expel uh, Russian agents out of their um, uh, their country, um, out for the, for, um, from, the, from their embassies. 
doing retaliation for the supposed Russian nerve agent attack, and it's supposed to be very big because it's like the first use of chemical weapons on European soil since World War II. This is ridiculous. I can't believe Russia would do this. This is ridiculous. And here we are today, starting finding out more stuff. Does that about sum it all up, Reinhold? Did I miss anything? Please fill in if I missed anything. Well, Russia says we didn't do nothing. What are you talking about? No collusion. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? What, is- what are you talking about? You know, because it doesn't make any sense for Russia to do it. But you know, also with Occam's Razor too, the whole thing is like it's simpler, cheaper, and easier for Russia simply to if they want to kill someone in the most gruesome way fashion. They could just send someone to go get them and bring them back to Russia. Hey. Bring them back to Russia, two to the back of the head, fall from a building, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, die mm-hmm. in a car wreck. There's so many different ways to kill somebody. Um, nerve agents seem to be the most um, least reliable. Yeah. Obviously, because the guy survives. Right. Um, so you have to wonder what the point was. Right. Uh, to do that. Yeah, and the conspiracy theory. Hmm? Well, plus the fact that since this this agent was um, swapped as part of a a spy swapping program, Mm -hmm. the fact that Russia would then go and kill him years later, Mm -hmm. when he's already given up all the secrets that he has, obviously, right? They're doing that at the expense of never being able to do a spy swap with with UK again. If if UK determines that Russia did it, then they wouldn't do that spy swap anymore right because they couldn't could ensure the safety of the people they were getting back right so they that just eliminates the program and that it puts them in a position where they're never able to do that again i don't see the reason behind it why they would even think about doing that yep. plus they have laws on the books in russia where they can't do this yep so it's illegal for them to do that right yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just like we said, there's thousands of different ways. Yeah, because you know it's it's not that it's not since they're still in the European Union, it's not like that you have to hit a border crossing to get the heck out of between Europe to France. And once you're in mainland Europe, you can just drive all the way up to Russia. No one's going to stop them. They're just going to be in a car. They're just driving. You know, they get pumped him up full enough like drugs. He could have been asleep the entire ride. Who's this? Oh, that's my friend. He's asleep. And he's, you know, he's a Russian agent, so he looks Russian. They're all Russian driving back to Russia. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Send him through. Send him through. <sighs> but hey, it's, it's, it's as simple as issue. Of course, they could have just put him on a plane, too. They had the embassy there. They could have put a private freaking Russian plane, drugged him out there, drugged him, put him asleep. Hit the airport, put him on the target back, put him on the plane. He would have woke up at five thousand feet <laughs> on a plane, <laughs> headed to Russia. Nothing you could have done. Nothing you could have done. You're on a plane, dude. Sit down. Sit down. Sit tight. But anyways, all right. So OPCW rejects Russian claims a second Salisbury nerve agent. Well, I think I, I think this article may be jumping ahead. Um, because, because I don't think we did like last. I thought we did talk about last week about how like the they did figure they finally figured out that um, it wasn't that weird Russian nerve agent it was something else. No, so so what I I had heard last week was that uh, some inside sources on OPCW had reported to some people that the the agent that was being that they found wasn't. 
uh, a Novacek who was actually a World War II VX agent mm-hmm. or BR agent. I'm not sure which. B, uh, nerve B, nerve agent BZ. Right. So that was the, the reported side account uh, by some people who were inside the agency who mm-hmm. said that, that that stuff was supposed to be in the report, but it was not. Um, it was left out for whatever reason. And now it looks like uh, someone from Russia found out about that and has made the accusation according to this article. Yes. Yep. And made the accusation about it because of the thing like, whoa, like, you know, there's a lot of cool. Uh, all right. Going through this article, there's a lot of cool tidbits like sprinkled through here. So senior figures from the global chemical weapons watchdog have flatly rejected Russia's claims that the watchdog laboratories have found a Western military chemical agent in that poison that incapacitated the Russian double agent, Sergei Skripal. In a weekend claim widely picked up on social media, the Russian foreign minister, Sergei Lorva, said that a Swiss lab- laboratory used by the organization uh, for the prohibition of chemical weapons had discovered traces in the sample of the nerve agent BZ and its precursors. The nerve agent is possessed by NATO countries, but not Russia. The Russian embassy in London said it was Highly likely that BZ had therefore been used in Salisbury, adding that the OPCW and the British had questions to answer. But at the meeting of the OPCW executive in The Hague, the Russian claim was refuted by OPCW officials who said, explained that the BZ had been used in the control sample, not the sample itself. It is also a breach of OPCW procedures to identify a laboratory involved in a test. The UK said Russia had been caught out in an attempt to mislead the international community, adding that the OPCW report showed the world was facing a clear case of a new family of toxic chemicals intended to kill. The West also bluntly criticized Russia for generally endangering the integrity and respect for OPCW scientists in a bid to clear itself of the allegation that it was behind the use of a nerve agent that poisoned Skripal and his daughter. Yulia and Salisbury last month. The Swiss delegation described Lavra's behavior as incomprehensible and totally unacceptable. Sabine Nokluk, the Canadian envoy to OPCW, accused Russia of either a craven attempt to mislead the international community or a breach of the OPCW's confidentiality procedures. The EU described the Russian behavior as malign. The OPCW meeting had been called by the UK to discuss an OPCW technical report completed last week confirming that the UK portions down laboratories had quickly identified the nerve agent as Novichok. The UK con- uh, continued to assert the only Russian uh, Russia had the motive, technical ability, and operational experience to produce the agent. The OPCW is not empowered to identify the source of the nerve agent, but Russian media claims the OPCW's refusal to identify Russia as a source was a vindication for the Kremlin. All right, so one over a lot. So basically, like, uh, Russia got the info from OPCW. They weren't supposed to get it. They weren't supposed to have it. They found out apparently a leaker or somebody gave it, gave the information, or they had someone on the inside. You know. And so they reduced that information, infighting, saying they're a lot, uh, saying people are like, no, no, you're lying. The communication, you know, the communication. But what they did say in the report that you know Russia was not identified 
as having this sort of an agent that was, uh, but they, but in the report, it did notify that all these other NATO countries have it except Russia. So that was also in the report. Russia was left out. So also, it's also suspicious. Now it's really double suspicious for that reason because if it's supposed to be this other chemical agent that everyone has but Russia, now it's got. Now it's like you know, like it's you know, like now the conspiracy theories are just stacking on top of each other. Right, and I've been trying to bust through the conspiracy theories and what's fact and everything else on this whole story, and it, like I said, it has gotten very murky. Um, so there's a couple things in the article where. I, I question the the writer of the article where it says the OPCW is not empowered to identify the source. Yes, mm-hmm. they are empowered to identify yes. the source. That was their point. Right. They could not identify the source. Now, the reason they could not identify the source is because no one has ever seen this chemical from that Russia supposedly has. Mm-hmm. So what would they have to compare it to? to say, hey, this came from Russia, right? So there's right. no way, they don't have anything to say, well, here's a sample of one that Russia used t- 10, 20 years ago, and it's the same as the one here. Obviously, it came from Russia. They can't do that because they have no samples. Um, now, Boris Johnson mm-hmm. had stated in an interview that, and the, the company who did this, um, did the uh, investigation on it was Porter Downs. Porter Downs is like eight miles from where this took place that fuels other conspiracy theories by the way later on Mm -hmm. um but boris johnson stated that in an interview immediately after the attack that porter downs did have the sample to compare it to right and now he has to backtrack that because he was wrong he they did not have that because no one has it um to the point where some people are saying that there's no proof that that Russia ever created these Novacheks, they just were kind of looking into it, but nothing had ever come from it. The only sources they have of that information are a couple um, former Russian scientists who said they worked on it. Well, we have former Russian, former scientists who say they worked at Area 51 too, and that they had UFOs there. I mean, that doesn't mean that they're, what they're saying is true. So what is the hard evidence? What's, what's believable? That sort of thing. Now, <laughs> And this is where it gets fun. The I did some research on this, and apparently they have identified some of the chemicals, uh, the Novacheks that they were working on, that they mm-hmm. said that these agents had said had been developed. Um, the only other person who, the only other state entity who has successfully created these types of Novacek type of nerve agents in 2008 was Iran. They, those got put on the see these Novacheks aren't on the banned chemical weapon list because there's no proof they exist the ones that Iran created were added to the chem, banned chemical weapons list now this wasn't apparently one of those chemical weapons but this is they're using the statement that this had to be a state agency because the, the amount of work has to go in to develop it so it must have been a country who did it which um I've heard before is the same excuse that Russia broke into the DNC because the hack was so technical that it really had been a state agency, right? Yeah. Because apparently hackers, you have to work for the government in order to be good. Um, so there's, there's all this stuff floating around. One of the conspiracy theories is that this agent uh, that got um, 
uh, the guy that induced this nerve agent, right? He might have been working at Porter Downs. He's only eight miles away. Got it on himself. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was on his door handle and his car handle. And that's how him and his daughter got sick. And the police agent, the police, the policeman who first uh, noticed them and came over and he got also got infected. So that's another conspiracy theory. Whoa, that's deep. It makes, whoa, that's deep. It makes more sense. There's a whole bunch of different things that could be going on here, right? Um, But there's nothing. Whoa. What they will say, what, what UK has said is that the identification of this nerve agent Mm-hmm. is not the only thing that led them to believe that Russia was the one who committed this attack. But the, have, have they released what the other some of the other information was apparently there were two communications mm-hmm. uh, that people at a listening post intercepted back to Russia. One of the one of the um, communications has not been released but the second one has been. Mhm. Uh, that one stated simply the package has been delivered. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh. Now, does that mean now? I think there's probably more information tied into the hmm. first one that's uh-huh. not been released. That might be a little more detail wise, but they said they went back and because of this happened, they went back and looked at the last 24 hour communications and they ran across this other one that stated the package has been delivered, which they're attributing to this. Now, the initial suggestion was that there was a uh, a Russian on an airplane that had come in and left again mm-hmm. in, a, in a short period of time, uh, that he might have been the one to be the person to have applied this. Uh, they've alibied him out. He is no longer suspect, so he wasn't the one who did it. So they're still trying to find out who the person was who did it. They're looking at Russia only uh, because of the communications that they say lead them to prove that it's Russia, which they haven't released all of those communications yet. So could it be that this guy was conspiracy theory land? Could it be that the guy was working on some sort of illegal chemical weapon and sneaking it out to Russia and getting it to them? That's a good one. The that. That's the a, one on the plane or whatever. Yeah. No, well, no, 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 not, not so on the plane, but no, I'm just saying like, and you're right. He was, he was mishandling it and was trying to get it out. Like, haha, we caught UK and your know, little candy trap trying to make this chemical. Look, look at what they're trying to make. Well, I mean, possibly, but why would he do that? He's, you know, he worked for, for, he was a double agent. So he yeah. has no ties to Russia. He was court, you know, he's yeah. It, yeah. Uh, but then again, his daughter, called someone in Russia a couple days ago and there's some information in that communication that, his, that he was doing better and then they didn't release that information for two days so uh, that he actually is getting better. The communication came out two days earlier. He's a former Russian citizen. Call. Don't they have family in Russia? He's, he's still a Russian citizen. Yeah, they have. He's dual, he's dual citizenship. With the package delivered. A Mother's Day, my birthday the present. Package, the package could have been delivered. So the guy who they found on the plane who came and then left again, he could have been delivering some, you know, some sort of state secrets to somebody in an embassy and then left again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And that could have been what the package delivered meant. They have. I have seen nothing to tie it to the Salisbury incident, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it hasn't. I mean, that I'm still going under the assumption that we don't know enough information yet 
to say one way or the other. Yep. Logic tells me that it doesn't make sense for Russia to do this. Just like it didn't make sense for Assad to gas his own people two days after or when we're getting ready to pull out. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody wanted us to stay there for some reason, and I'm sure it wasn't Assad, and I think that was the whole thing there, but but there's still no proof, right? So mm-hmm. the question then becomes, what's the technical fact that they find in those reports? I cannot find the report anywhere. I cannot find the actual OPCW report to read myself. All I, pe- all I find are people referring to what the report says, which they were given as a press release, most likely. So right. I, I haven't actually seen the report. I don't know why I can't find the report. It's a UN report. It should be made available, I would think. Right. But, you know, since it's going state to state carry, they're trying to use all these state secret things to keep everything so secret and hush-hush, but they don't go after places and do all this threatening, which it stacks on all those other bad stuff that just doesn't make any dinks, especially with the, the Syria thing, because it puts Russia in a very dangerous spot anyways, to begin with anyways. It's just, and it's, you know... Now, to, the, to Russia's credit, they have been saying, it's not us. Mm-hmm. It's not us. It's not us. It's not us. You guys, there's no way it could be us. Mm-hmm. It's against our laws to do this. We did not do this. Um, somebody has said that a couple people have claimed responsibility for it being uh, Russia because of something that happened to the czar back in the 1900s or something like that. Or really or stupid thing. But those aren't official Russian people. We, the the Russian yeah. ambassadors and stuff like that are questioning us. Craig Murray is questioning it. Craig Murray, who's, if you don't know who Craig Murray is, he's an ambassador, former ambassador in the UK who questions the Russian hack as he met with the person who provided mm-hmm. the information to WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. The Russian gave hack. the information to Wiki. So he was the, inter- in the go-between mm-hmm. uh, between that person and WikiLeaks to get the information to them. And he said it was not Russian who did it. Um, that I don't know if that further emboldens this information or if it just people are just claiming that now he's a Russian agent and they can't trust what he says. So uh, there's a whole big fight going on in the UK about this. Not everybody there is buying the official story. So this will get, I think, figured out one day. Now, the fact that the person has, has survived, that his daughter survived, that he has survived, uh, maybe we might be able to find out more information if it was an accident on his part, like that one conspiracy theory uh, mentions, maybe that'll come to light because he's still there and can answer questions. I don't know. Um, it, it's going to be a dif- a, a difficult to say, but the question on my mind is why would Russia go after this one guy? Mm-hmm. What was he doing that would cause them to go above and beyond normal uh, diplomatic um, functions to to actually end his life. Right? It makes yeah. no sense to me what they could be after to do that. I don't know. I don't know. It makes no he, sense. He's, he's, been, he's been back in, in England for a long time. Right. Anything he had, they already know. Right. So killing him to shut him up about something makes no sense because right. he's already divulged all of it. So just, just out of spite. Right. So it's either it doesn't make any sense. So yeah. So it makes more sense. Either it's an accident, an accident happened, some sort of accident, right? He was doing something yeah. and he accidentally did something or he was doing something with the UK government and they accidented him 
or he had information that could lead to Hillary Clinton's arrest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably not true because he's still alive. He's he's still alive. That's why it's not true. (laughs) Yeah, they they succeed. I mean, you know, they're much better at it. Yeah, Hillary. Yeah, Hillary puts them down. He, why, why, two of the head is so much more sure than a nerve agent. It doesn't make any sense to me. And right. the, and the fun, other funny part is, uh, as part of all these conspiracy theories and everything else, his son died two years ago under mysterious circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Leia, to me, it sounds more of a <laughs> either he was doing something with the UK government and an accident happened, or he's doing something else and an accident happened. It's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. An I accident say, happened. Uh, there's just not enough information out there because nobody is. That's true. They're not talking. Are looking, right? Mm-hmm. Very few people are looking for alternative theories than Russia did it. Right. Just like with the DC hack, the DNC hack, everybody's just looking at, well, Russia did it. So, so let's not even look any further. Keep looking because you're going to find maybe. Yeah. Wrong well, like. The weird thing with like the whole like the DNC hack is like what Russia's response was like. Listen, you're the world's largest democracy. If you can be hacked and all this can happen and your election can be moved by us, what ha- what 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 hope does anyone else have? <laughs> oh, and the other thing too is that, as I understand it, now, correct me if I'm wrong, because you know I'm an old guy. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong here, but is my understanding that freedom of speech was an inalienable right that everybody enjoyed, no matter if they were part of the government, part of this country or not. So why can't Russia say what they want to say? Exactly. And if U.S. foreign policy affects your country, why don't you? Maybe you should have a say in our country. Yeah, you should have a say. <laughs> Other countries do. Right. Canada, I mean, there's a, there was a poll done in Canada. Who do you think is the most dangerous to world uh, security back when we were getting ready to invade Iraq? And, and Canada said the U.S. is twice as you know twice more people said the u.s was more dangerous than iraq was mm-hmm. to to the world security mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they had their say that wasn't interfering influencing the decision right i mean they they were trying to influence the decision for us to go to, oh. to iraq a lot of people were doing that it's it's nature you know human nature to be able to speak your mind about what you think is wrong i don't understand why russia doesn't get that that availability all you know, I like know, they're, they're prevented from doing this. All I know is, uh, one, Canada has oil. Okay, all right, and um, they're probably going to need some freedom. Has oil. Canada first. Canada has oil. They celebrate, you know, beating United States in a war. Okay, they celebrate the eighteen twelve. So I think um, mm, we should um, probably invade Canada. I think uh, take them over. Screw those Canucks. Did they win the 1812 war? Did we just uh, sign an armistice and nobody actually won that thing? Yeah, that's what really happened. But in Canada, they're like, "Woo, we whooped him. We whooped him good." <laughs> yeah, they got they got all the way down to Washington D.C. and then got pushed back out by a by a tornado. Whooped them good <laughs> till they used their their, <laughs> their demon magics. Is it? I don't know if it's a tornado or a hurricane. It might have been a hurricane. That was a hurricane because it was decent. Yeah, it's yeah, a hurricane. hurricane. But it's like, you know, they didn't have the, the technology to see that the hurricane was coming, and apparently it just happened that day. <laughs> it was the funniest <laughs> thing in that story. Yeah. It's because God wanted wanted it, wanted those maple sewer people. It was always a question I had, too, when I was growing up, because they would say, oh, uh, Canada pushed down and took over the and burnt down uh, 
the White House and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, um, well, why didn't they just take us over then? Why did they leave? No one ever explained why they left. Well, they left because it was a dang hurricane and we pushed them back out afterwards. <laughs> well, that's why a scourge has been quiet. A scourge has been playing some paladins. All right. So, all right. Like I said, there's just there's just so much going on here that I would I would really like to see some of these news organizations really step up and mm-hmm. question <laughs> the official narrative. That's what newspapers used to do mm-hmm. was question the official narrative and look for the government's lying to you. They don't do that anymore. They just take it as the, this is the official word. This is what they said. Mm-hmm. So here it is, the truth. Right. It's like. When yeah. has that ever been the case? When have we ever got the truth out of the, uh, any government? We never get the truth out of Russia. We never get the truth out of the United States. We never get the truth out of the UK. They're all lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I will, it's politics. We'll probably find out two years later after the events have happened, and it'll probably be a WikiLeaks cable, just like we found out all this stuff, like the 9-11 pager, pager stuff. We found that out through WikiLeaks. Someone's going to leak it. Just the... the the Mexican American where we find out how many how many years later we find out that that was all in you know bullcrap created you know, yeah created like yeah the Golf of Cotton. you know, yeah Lusitania, we find out thirty years later that oh yeah like we were kind of put doing what they said we were and pushing putting uh, munitions on that pl- that ship you know <laughs> yeah 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 we were doing that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, it's our bad our bad. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably do an entire episode of Loki while of stuff we found out 10 years later that the government was doing bad. They were doing bad. Clearly doing bad. This is not like conspiracy theory. Well, you know, they were the, doing bad. Pig stuff, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They were they were going to the CIA was going to attack and kill Americans mm-hmm. in order to convince the United States to go to war against Cuba. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. All right. So before we uh, before we get to we're hitting the one twenty mark, I do want to get on this one thing. Was the whole this one's really cool. The uh, from the Hacker News, which is really really cool. I've I thought this one was interesting because all the stuff about network attack storage and the network storage period. Because you know storage is fun. Okay. There's a lot of the uh, which I read on storage stuff the a uh, lot of the time because. All right, I gotta say this and get this off my chest. I really, really hate when lefties or anyone who criticizes a lot of libertarian stuff when they say the whole, um, I gotta put this, the invisible hand of the free market, right? Oh, the invisible hand of the free market, right? What they don't, which a lot of tech guys, the reason why a lot of tech guys see that and move on with that statement is because it's the same way when we look at someone and go and we say the cloud. It gets me when you say the invisible hand of the free market and they want to question and get into nit and gritty of that. But if I just say the word cloud, they'll accept it as gospel and walk off from me. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. You want to hear about the nitty gritty about where your thing is actually stored? Because it's not going to be like at just a server that's the city of Kansas. You know, you're going to have bits everywhere, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Again, yeah. Sorry. Side tangent. I get upset. When I hear when I see people like say like invisible hand of the free market this doesn't exist it's some sort of gospel thing and we'll talk about that later anyways back to the critical story so, anyways 
Critical unpatch of RCE flaw disclosed in LG network storage devices. So if you have an LG uh, NAS device, you may, may think about um, removing its ability to connect to the internet. So yeah, if you've installed a network attached storage or a NAS device manufactured by LG Electronics, you should take it down immediately. Read his article carefully, then take appropriate action. Protect your sensitive data. A security researcher has revealed that complete technical details of an unpatched critical remote command execution vulnerability in various LG NAS devices, models that could let attackers compromise vulnerable devices and steal data stored on them. Woohoo! LG's network attached storage NAS device is a dedicated file storage unit connected to a network that allows users to store and share data with multiple computers. Authorized users can also access their data remotely over the internet. Which it's really, really cool. A lot of people use these as backups, but it's either a backup or it's a storage facility. Not both. <laughs> At the same time. Yes, a NOS can be a backup, but if you use it as a storage, you should have another NOS. <laughs> I use that for storage, and I have another one for backup. Don't do it for both. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. We should probably do a whole episode on backups. Anyways, put it on the idea pile. Anyways, the vulnerability has been discovered by the research uh, researcher and a privacy advocate from firm VPN Mentor, the same company that last month revealed, revealed severe flaws in three popular VPNs, which, you know, it's why I hate going to other VPN companies, because these VPNs were, one, leaking all kinds of different IP addresses, and, um, let's see, Pure VPN is the same company who lied to have a yeah they lie who lied to have a no log policy, but a few months ago helped the FBI with the log that led to arrest of a Massachusetts man and a cyber stalking case. Granted, that man's a bastard, <laughs> but they lied and said they don't have a log policy. Ooh, that's why don't trust. I don't trust most VPN companies. Maybe if they're an anarchist libertarian and I met them and they're like super libertarian is all you know they're hardcore you know like lifetime you know like libertarian member you know got ron paul tattooed on the left butt cheek maybe then if they've got you know don't you know they got ron paul as a tramp stamp i trust that guy i trust that guy with my data maybe i don't know maybe it's probably a cia plant add heat to it you know becomes a illuminati eye of the federal reserve bank but anyways back to this so the LG flaw is a pre-authenticated remote command ejection vulnerability, which resides due to improper validation of the password parameter on the user login page for remote management, allowing remote attackers to pass arbitrary system commands to the password field. So basically, what we're saying is the password box, you know, that box that you put in the... Um, uh, where you, so you get your login name and your password. That thing right there doesn't validate what's inside of it. Basically, it's left open, so people can put commands inside there. So when the code behind it tries to run the password, take like the password against this database, it's if you go to off the end of it, it takes that command inside there, and it'll run that command. It's a massive hole, <laughs> and it's not like some. Yeah, that seems to be like uh, don't number one is uh, don't let an open text field run commands. Personally, I thought that was supposed to be like the first thing you check when it comes to um, right. especially in 2018. Especially in 2018. I mean, that, that comes like maybe second on the list to don't have it burst into fire when you plug it in. 
<laughs> you know, because like this is something that, like what was that like two thousand and three, two thousand five era where people were putting a lot of stuff like login fields like this, and we're just getting hit by people just putting code injection inside like password username fields. Or maybe it was before that. Anyways, I knew it was big around 2003. I knew a lot of people were doing that to websites. But, you know, but Ryan Hill's going to tell you, oh, we've been doing that in 92. <laughs> Rookies. You know, back in my day. When- we used to send patch cards in the mail, and they would just add it to the machine, and we would hack that way in. <laughs> so Kevin Mitnick used to use these phones, right? The dial phones. Dial the phone appropriate way to get long distance. Yeah. yeah, and then you'd whistle a certain way and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pick it up as the authentication tone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was, was like, like, but, uh, let's see if I can find that scene from Hackers um, on it. Uh, uh, let's see. What's no, there's, it, uh, a story, there's a story when Kevin Mitnick was was saying that he could get long distance from any phone because they were all rotary phones at the time. Yeah. So the 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 teacher in his college, I guess, said prove it and he locked the phone he put a phone lock on it so he couldn't dial mm-hmm. he picked up the phone and made a series of beeps and clicks and was able to get out during that <laughs> was it um oh you know it was ridiculous i think the most ridiculous movie hacker scene i forget what movie it was when like the guy was like i'm a hacker i'm the best hacker in the world and like he hands him like let me see your cell phone right and he takes a cell phone and he like whistles into the cell phone and stuff like that boom i just gave you free calling on that cell phone forever really really well you know doctor who has the sonic device and he can look at work across dimensions and stuff that's interesting. yeah yeah, sure he does. We go down the path, right? Sure, yeah. All right, we're going to go down the path. Movie Hackers is from the Movie Hackers. So the Movie Hackers is actually, I enjoyed the movie. Thank you. But no, no, no. when Thank they you. show at the end of the movie, they show the hacking going on, and it's yeah. all that visual nonsense. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh. We're hacking. We're hacking, man. We're hacking. Yeah. Hacking the Gibson, man. I mean, it's a... Uh, that's what hacking looks like. I swear, that's what it. That's what it looks like when I hack into. If I Mr. would Ryan hack into things, closest representation I've ever seen on media about how hacks work. He's writing actual code and mm-hmm. doing things that are that are real. I mean, the, you. The only thing, the only thing, right? That it's not realistic about it is how fast it happens. Of course, it's a TV show. True, true. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> you know, like, hacker, so yeah, whatever. There are some scenes with it where when he goes like, okay, they're using WPA2 encryption. It'll take me a little over a week. I'm like, okay, good. Thank God. I thought he was going to like hack into WPA2 in an hour. I'm like, oh, God damn. <laughs> well, if the old, the old, uh, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called for the old Wi-Fi. Uh, protection that was you can hack in web minutes now web no yeah, no, no wpa and yeah. web what, no you can do web on your phone in seconds there's a web cracker on your yeah. phone you know that's like the first thing when i went to uh did work for uh, rupert's kids he had web protection i was like why do you need to fix this and i go cracked all right i'm on your network now i'm like so so what you're on the internet like dude like rupert man i can like get on anything and it looked like that you did it <laughs> I could sit here if I wanted to. I could get on 4chan and just troll for hours, and it'll look like you did it. It'll look like you're the troll. The moment someone traced me back. Hey, it's Wicked Kinder. Hey, Wicked Kinder. You missed the pornography in the cryptocurrency. Now we're talking hacking. 
Um, and the Russian stuff. And the Russian way, stuff. I do have one more thing on the Russian thing at the end of the show. I'll tell you about. Okay, fine. We're getting we're fifteen minutes until the end of the show. All right, it's okay. We got fifteen minutes. You know, it's okay. We, you know, everyone's thinking like maybe I'm thinking like. Sometimes I feel like I'm going so late here on Wednesdays. That I'm getting, I'm missing some people, and I probably should go earlier on Wednesdays. But I don't know. All right, we'll we'll pl- we'll play around with it, especially like um now that I've got like a we're actually going to be like a you know like full time work schedule starting next week. I'm not doing a whole bunch of like independent contracting stuff, so I'm gonna have to play with my schedule anyways, depending on what's going on. Anyway, so as demonstrated by the researchers in the following video, which we can watch the video if you guys want to. I, I'm kind of scared to play it because I don't want to Twitch to be like, oh, you're showing people how to hack when it's just a, it's a news article. I'm not showing anyone how to do anything. Um, as demonstrated by the research in the following video, attackers can exploit this vulnerability to first write a simple persistent shell on the vulnerable storage device connected to the internet. Using that shell, attackers can execute more commands easily, one of which could also allow them to download the complete database of NOS devices, including users, email, usernames, and MD5 hashed passwords. Let's see, Office 365 admins can see all your mail. Don't use corp email for personal reasons. Reasons. Who uses? Well, no, yeah, yeah. You standard, don't. Standard practice. Standard. Standard. Okay, or just standard. Yeah, corporate email. Period. That really just you know, if you want private emails, you should put your email server in the bathroom. Okay, in the bathroom. That's where I put mine. Learn from the best. So yeah, so. And the best thing about it is, like, when you get the email and most people's passcode, most people use the same passcode. Really, you could tell them or not. Don't do it all the time. Most people use the same password everywhere, unless they're, unless they're last past addicts, okay? But a lot of people will store on their, especially on their NAS devices, right, their backup codes, right? Now, I know where my backup codes are. They're not connected to the Internet, but a lot of people don't do that. Put their, you know, like, oh, here's my, you know, two-factor codes or my last fast back fact, you know, like back in, you know, back in codes. I'm going to store them from the NAS device. It'll be fine. Just store them here. It's raid. It's raid. I don't have to worry about losing it. It's always there. Just store, just store it in your um, uh, Pornhub account. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like to uh, make sure all my drives are wiped. Just gotta wipe my drive. Gotta wipe drive. Wiped. You mean like with a cloth? Uh, uh, yeah. So we're in the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Go. 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 Wipe and clean. Okay. Raid isn't a backup. Nope. I could put that. You can use it. Raid? No, 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 no. Raid is not a backup. Raid is not it backup. Means, it's a means of storage. Means to from failures right. and a way to uh, eliminate the need for a backup if you're able to recover it from the raid. Backups still need to be taken. Correct. Correct. It's a storage. In a situation where a raid failed, mm-hmm. Drastically, and we could not. I mean, two of the four drives failed. We lost everything. Ouch. Now, but was using that as storage or just as a backup? We we were, we were. So, uh, so the story goes: we were, we were implementing a new system. uh, It was written in an Oracle date, not Oracle, but it was written in an Object Store database, um, which not very many people know. 
quiescing the database was something we were working on doing automatically so we could do a backup of the quiesce database. We hadn't done it yet. It was all supposed to be development stuff, so it's not anything we needed to get a backup for. Unfortunately, nobody had backups of their work, so it could have been a million-dollar hit if we had lost those drives, and we hadn't got a good backup of it yet. So we were able to contact OnTrack, send the drives to them. They originally came back, said they couldn't recover the data. We begged and pleaded for them to try. They said, well, there's some things we might be able to try to do if you're willing to let us do it, because it might, it might cause us to screw up the drives if we do this. We gave them the okay because we couldn't get the data back anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So we let them do it. They were able to recover the data, and everybody kept their jobs. Yes. Raids is thank you, thank yeah. you on track. <laughs> They're not a sponsor. <laughs> they uh, they will get a shout out from me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because like yeah, granted, a lot of people do use raid as a crutch as a backup. I don't have to back the system up. I will give you that. You know, but a lot of people do backups wrong too. I've seen people that will um, use a backup of a three terabyte drive and they just put it on a shelf. And they pull it off a shelf and put it up, and they just switch a drive that's sitting on a shelf. It's just a hard drive. They put it in. There's quick slot. Back it up. Pull it out. Put a granite. That's not a good backup, but you know what? For a personal person sitting at home, it's not bad because it's, the drive is constantly being used. The worst ones who do that and they like pull the drive out and go like, ah, that's 2015, and they put it on the shelf never to be touched again. That does happen. I've seen people with that. You, you well, don't look at me crazy. Backups will corrupt themselves. You know, I mean, you have to have multiples. Right. Multiple you backups. Monthly. And multiple places. Weekly. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yep. Everyone started to re over. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Wicked Kender. Thanks for showing up talking about backups. Thanks, guys. Most auditing requires five minutes to go. Oh, oh, here we go. Back. <laughs> the rain oh, argument's back. Finish this discussion. <laughs> no. I know. Oh, man. Because we all fall asleep. Is <laughs> the rain discussion like, first off, the side backups, too, in case you have a uh, you know, fire at the building yeah. or whatever. You can't get have the yeah. sites. Yeah, that's um. Iron Mountain is one of the companies. That's know. one of the benefits of having like a if you have it working with a company that have multiple sites in different states, that you can easily just like, oh, cool, right. I'm just, you know, in everyone's storage closet, it's going to be a backup of the you know everyone's sites. Right. So, well, so a lot of companies will do a uh, the data center, then they will have a disaster recovery site or DR site. Mm-hmm. And that's where they do their backups too, right? So yeah. they also have the requirement that they can bring up that DR site within a certain amount of time mm-hmm. in case there's a contest, catastrophic failure identified or claimed at the uh, production site. So yep. Yep. All practice. Um, I, used to, I used to have to fly to Philadelphia to do offsite um, disaster recovery tests in our offsite facility which was a company that provides that functionality in a mainframe type of environment because having multiple mainframes is a bit of expensive thing so we just rent 
uh, the space there, and they, we send them backups every so often. Then we could do offsite recovery and backups at that location. So. Um, it's a moment of silence for Wicked Kinder. So this is, I work in K to twelve education. I can barely get them to change the tape. I just throw my hands in the air and tell them to cough up the cash for a cloud backup. He is using tape backups in 2018. There's something you said for tape backups in 2018 still. Um, a, uh, a sense of security in your, like... Blu-ray I have, disc? I have all of this saved and everything else. Yeah, but tape lasts Blue, longer. Did uh, it a Blu-ray disc? Do you know what the failure rates on Blu-ray discs are? They get hot or something? It's They warp a little bit. It's uh, scratch. Oh, you scratched it. You're done. Sorry. Versus tape? Tape is really hardy. You'd be surprised. All right. Or what about the what is it the the stone CDs the stone oh, we're, oh I'm not no 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 we're not doing this we're not doing this no not again no no Mm-mm. no 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 hell no T Rex <laughs> back to the nuts article. <laughs> Anyways, which I'll, I'll do this in the wrap up. We'll, we'll wrap up right after this. It's just I finish like uh, to add it. Uh, so they basically, like I had the video going in the background while all this was going on, anyways. But uh, so LG still hasn't fixed an issue for the. I don't know if they have. The article hasn't been updated yet, so they could have patched this today. I doubt it. Well, they could have. Honestly, they could have. They could have patched this today and sent out, but. So if you have an LG device, we're going to apply that patch. Yeah, apply their patch, and this is also shows you the danger of IoT device because if this was just a simple IoT device with no storage, no processing ability, or no way to send an update to it, or some weather mill Kickstarter group, you are f-ed. you just bought a brick. Your brick is f-ed. <laughs> just pull the drives out, build your own. You're done. You're done. You're done here today. All right. Well, who puts their who puts their NAS device anywhere near the internet? Oh, a lot of people do. A lot of people love that for some reason. They, they love like, oh, I can connect to my Plex server at home. Oh, I can watch all my videos and save them on my phone anywhere in the world. Look at what all I can do. Okay, so so PNP is awesome out there. So who cares if somebody steals your movies, right? So if you put uh-huh. that data there, that's fine. Don't put any sensitive material on that net. You keep that stuff behind your firewall, off the internet. Yeah, UPnP is awesome. Everything should be UPnP. UPnP. Oh my god. Yes, I know. I'm gonna be. Every, every, time, every time you get an Xbox or something, you turn it, like we're gonna use UPnP. I'm like, no, you're not. Turn oh, that no, off right you're now. no, you're not. No, you fucking not. You know. Thankfully, they started making that. Disabled by default. Oh man! Used to be enabled by default on everything. Mm-hmm. Like no. Or the I really love the the WPS buttons. This is awesome. This is awesome. Or like I got this stupid like Lacey keeps asking me like why do I turn off this stupid printer because it's got like this wireless card on and like hey I'm wireless I can to the wireless and help people out. I'm like this thing is just broadcasting my its own wireless signal, but it's connecting to mine. Why is it broadcasting its own ad hoc network? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to turn this off until I figure to make that thing stop. <clears throat> but I want to print. Well, turn the printer on. I'm sorry. I don't trust it. 
I do not trust it. You know, and she gets frustrated. So I'm probably just going to create a separate, you know, subnet for it. So it's not touching my stuff because I don't trust it. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just like that. Anyways, um, oh crap basket. There's like LTO, my five, uh, 30 terabyte in my pocket. <laughs> to tell that yeah, to the I have to have those conversations all the time and I uh, say no <laughs> if you want that done you're going to find someone else to do it because I'm not losing my job <laughs> tell that the accountant they want an RDP hole punched through the firewall I work oh crap <laughs> oh man see I'm laughing right now just because as we're going to wrap up a wrap but like the I am like like I said on my, um, just remember, no low key wall next Wednesday. Um, if I do do something, it'll just be somebody smaller, just me venting from my work week. But, anyways, no low key wall next week. Don't forget about that. But what I wanted to say is, I will be starting my new job tomorrow. Uh, not Monday, uh, tomorrow, but on Monday, I'm going in as an um, IT manager for a company who grew faster than expected. So their IT department didn't grow as fast as they needed to. So all these issues I have been laughing at, you know, Wicked Kinder and Reinhold about and Nice and laughing at them like, ha, ah, 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 ah. the joke may be on me next week. I don't know. I may walk in there. And, huh? Yeah. I may walk in there and they may, yeah, they may have systems all set in place for me, you know, but you know, I already know that a lot of the sales department and everyone who has a laptop, they all have admin accounts. They all have their administrative accounts. And um, when I asked about, hey, can I remote in at work? And they said, well, the network infrastructure isn't good enough for you to remote in. And it's 2018 and you're hearing that. It just makes me just go like, oh, crap baskets. Is this is the server room just on fire? Is the server room in a bathroom? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know, so, I can only walk in there and hope that the server is from this decade. The well, the switches and the and the firewalls are from this decade. I'm also going to hope that the um, there is backups in place of something, uh, let alone all the hundreds of possible sales laptops that are out there in the wild. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, just literally told me that there's like at least thirty laptops out there, and all these sales admins have at admin access to it and I'm like so I already mentally know none of that is probably backed up all that information hopefully they all use like a centralized um, you know CRM and that's backed up I hope I have hopes <laughs> so um, that's another reason whether if there will be a low key wall next Wednesday it'll just be me drinking and sobbing into the microphone so <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm right on you. If you want to uh, go ahead, wrap up. I figure you'll be long too. Do you, do you want me to go into this one little last thing on the Russia thing, or do you want to uh, just save it? Okay, go into this last thing about Russia for Wicked Kinder. He missed most of it, so it's okay. All right, so this is from a source okay. called Russia Insider. Mm -hmm. Take so take this as you will. Taking it as I will. <clears throat> But the claim that has been made in an interview with one, you know, I talked about one of the uh, Russian agents who spoke out against how Russia had made these Nova checks. And that's what they're basing all this information off of. Mm -hmm. One of them's last name is Mirin Mirzanyov. Uh, Mirzanyov, I think is how you pronounce it. Mirzanyov. Uh, he was interviewed 
uh, about the case. And what he said was only the Russians developed this class of nerve agents and the said the chemist, they mm -hmm. kept it and are still keeping it in secrecy, which is what May said in parliament, everything. Okay. So, okay, great. There's only one problem with this. Mm -hmm. What this gentleman neglected to mention is that the secret formula, not only to the Russians was published in his 2008 book, still available on Amazon called State Secrets, an insider's chronicle to of the Rus Russian weapon program. Given the fact that anyone with an internet connection and $8.16 to spend could have obtained the secret recipe for Novacek, which most scientists don't think would work, and anyone with a decent professional laboratory could presumably manufacture it, again, opposing, supposing it even worked, um, will anybody correct those claims? And what they've also done in this article is printed a picture of the chemical formula that is posted in that book. Oh, so you don't need to buy the book. You can just go look at it. Oh, I, I, I can buy the book right now. Yeah, I get eight bucks. Put it on my Kindle. Yeah, it says on here, the agent underneath the Agent 234, <laughs> the agent 232 is the agent. Agent A232 has the same toxicity as substance 33, though it's much more volatile than substance 33 and, and agent A230. Disability against moisture is lower than both of these agents. Uh, synthesizes some more details about it. So all of these A232, 233, 230s that they talk about is listed they show the chemical compound in the book. <laughs> you want to, the comment section on Amazon, if you want to understand Russian development and use of nerve gas weapons, this is the best unclassified book there is. This book provides an extraordinary look inside the Russian chemical weapon development system by scientists who deeply involved in the work for decades. Oof. Mm. Mm -hmm. That begs the question, doesn't it? Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe somebody bought this book. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, who knows? That was how it gets hard to say. It's kind of hard to say only Russia knows how this chemical works when he publishes the chemical makeup himself. Right. In a in a book. Hiding it in a book. So cool, I could get a hard cover I can get a paperback cover or a hardback cover of this book. Sent over to me. That's awesome. Kindle's only eight dollars. I know. Let me tell, let me tell uh, dear leader that I need thirty dollars for um, obviously for the uh, um, safety of uh, the uh, the the royal court. We need this type of stuff. So I printed a. I, I put a link in the chat that has a link to the article, which has the actual page. Printed out on the screen. I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to RussiaInsider.com? Good. <laughs> Good. Stop it. No ball. Good. All right. Um, and now we're on a list. Somewhere. Hey, if you're in your, if you I'm hit the on a list, trust me. Don't if, worry about that. <laughs> I know you probably are going to get a knock on your door. Don't <laughs> come. Um. Hey, um, Reynold. We, I could uh, use a break from work at four, uh, three square meals a day. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> Just to see you disappear, and then we end up seeing you on back on pallets, like 
you ain't gonna believe this. Mike Pence plays Paladins. He's badass. He uses Maeve. He's such a troll. <laughs> no, no. You know that Mike Pence would be a uh, buck. Come oh, on. yeah, he probably is. Uh, you guys are missing the obvious here. He's obviously a Grok main. Whoa. <laughs> <Ride> the lightning! <laughs> Certification. All right, Paul, you want to wrap up? Uh, you know, the only thing I have to say right now is that everybody, like all these people online right now, are scrubs, and I am mopping up so much. Thanks for paying <laughs> attention to the, to the. To, That's uh, because you don't have the NCLO holding you back. <laughs> yeah. That Nisa ELS sucks. You know, I, I'm badass. Oh, that yeah. Like, I originally thought, I just think I sucked at that game until I get Nisa out of the party. Like, I'm a beast. Cannot be stopped. <laughs> you know, I thought I sucked with flanks and damage, but without Nisa, man, I can just go around and just kill. But, anyways, that's Paladin talk. Man, I need a, we need a, I really need to start screaming when we play Paladins. That's our Friday, yeah, that's our Friday night. Yeah, me too. Paladin talk. Yeah, Paladin talk, yeah. I probably, I probably, like, when we do our, like, in-between games here on the nights, I probably should be, like, streaming that, so you guys can at least come hang out and see what we do. I was, or just, like, come and ask. streaming them, too, if you didn't mind. I just know that sometimes we have conversations that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 we do, yeah, that's another thing, especially when we're in queue, we do have political conversations, Probably should start streaming that. All right, so thanks everybody for tuning in, Loki. Well, on this Wednesday, like I said, next Wednesday will not be a show, and if there will be, it's just me on a mic on this microphone drinking and crying to you guys. Or I might be, uh, or if I'm maybe drinking champagne in a celebration, everything is fine there, and I was so worried. Or they just gave me this bleak view just to see if I really just wanted to work or do, or not just come in and take over something awesome. That's the other thing I'm thinking. Maybe this will whole play just to see if I'm willingly coming and do work and no everything is fine you know they just want me to maintain you know like they don't want some you know they don't want some loser to come in and you know like sit on their butt and maintain they want someone who's willing to come in and work keep thinking that damn it's okay I've got the entire wall tech community behind me who's going to help me through this issue they also got their hands out wanting money for it, so I understand that too. By the way, that would be that would be the first company I've ever seen that way. What ran perfectly? Everything ran perfectly. Yep. Or oh, perfectly. oh, I thought you were gonna say ran like crap. <laughs> Granted, I usually get called in because all hacks breaking loose, but I haven't seen one yet. So, <laughs> all right. So, like I said, thanks for tuning into Loki. Well, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye, everybody.